You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksweet Podcast, episode number 20 of season 7. We are right back at you. Recapping a Hawks loss tonight against the Dallas Mavericks, 122 to 116. Um, this one kind of hurts a little bit because this was a game you were kind of supposed to win. Um, I don't recall the the Vegas odds, but um, going into the week, you know, you had the Lakers, you know, you had the Jazz. And if you're looking at the schedule, you figure that Dallas was the one that you had to get because they weren't really playing good basketball. But nevertheless, we're going to break it all down. Um, just sit down and relax. <laughs> Take a couple deep breaths. Get a get a get a glass of water <laughs> if you need something stronger. Go ahead and get that too, man. We're gonna break it all down and do it like we normally do. Again, thank you for checking us out. This is the Hawksbeat Podcast. Uh, it's your boy E Dub, 
And uh, we're glad you decided to join us, man, and talk a little Hawks basketball. Uh, first things first, man, a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are on all of those platforms. You can find us at Hawks Beat. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast as well and subscribe to the YouTube. Um, going to be posting some probably some YouTube content. I did a couple of radio hits this week. I was on with the guys from the SRT radio show, and I was on the Real Talk Sports show um, talking a little uh, Atlanta Hawks. So I'm probably going to be posting those on the YouTube. If not this this week, definitely sometime probably in the weekend. So look out for those. So um, what we're going to do is going to take a quick little break. And on the other side, we're going to get into the recap. We're going to look into the keys of the game. And uh, we're going to exactly find out what happened tonight. Hawks fall 122 to 116. It's your boy Edub for the Hawks Beat Podcast. We'll be right back. What's up, folks? It's your boy Edub for the Hawks Beat Podcast. I want to share something that we are doing for the month of February. We are going to be giving away a small business advertising packet for free. Yes, we're going to give away advertising on our podcast, our website, our social media. And we want to connect with your small business or maybe it'd be somebody that you know. So here's what we need you to do. Connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Hawks Beat. You can find us there. Let us know what small business you represent and you will be entered into a drawing. Once we select a winner, uh, we will partner with them and promote their business for the month of February for the brand cost of free. (laughs) It's free advertising. So look, connect with us on our social media. We look forward to hearing with you and possibly partnering with you for the month of February. Thanks. We'll see you soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's get into it, man. Let's not waste no time, man. Let's get into it. Let's get down with the get down. All right, so Hawks lose 122-116 to 116 to the Dallas Mavericks, uh, a game that saw Trey Young pick up two early fouls, and the Hawks never could really get their mojo back. I thought they did a good job sticking around, um, trying to make it competitive, but it was just, it just wasn't. Just wasn't good tonight, man. Just wasn't good tonight. So, first of all, before we do the recap, man, let's get into the keys of the game. If you're new to this, uh, one thing that I normally do is a keys to the game. I give usually three or four keys. I usually do that on the Twitter account. Again, make sure you're following us on Twitter at HawksBeat. And uh, let's go take a look at keys and see how they did. All right. And let's see. Let me pull it up. All right. All right, so the first key of the game is this. I said second team has to step up. Hawks will be short, so guys like Rondo, Solo, Bruno, Gallo, uh, they have to have good minutes. You have to have good minutes so the starters can get a rest. I imagine Lloyd will probably go about nine guys, maybe ten guys deep. And um, I was exactly right, man. I mean, Lloyd went nine guys deep. Uh, Bruno was a no play. Um, he didn't play uh, Godwin. And uh, as far as the bench was concerned, you had Gallo who had a really good game shooting the ball. And I thought Gallo really kept him in it when he was in the game. Uh, Tony Snell had a couple flashes, man. 
you know, so it was good to see him get on the board and uh, get some buckets for him. But those guys are still kind of on minutes restrictions. So uh, Gallo had 19 points off the bench. Snell uh, had eight. And uh, Solomon Hill gave you 26 minutes, nothing really on the stat sheet. Gave you three rebounds. I didn't think he was particularly good. Um, Rajon Rondo, he was not good tonight at all. Um, he gave you 11 minutes, missed four shots, and gave you three dimes. So uh, you're missing that bench production. And listen, bench production is key when you're missing a guy like DeAndre Hunter. Like, you have to have some bench production. I mean, as good as your starters are, as good as your starters are, fantastic. You don't have the luxury of having Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. That could probably carry your bench if they needed to. You just don't have that. You don't have that. Uh, that luxury. So that was the bench. That was the bench. Second key: neutralize Dallas's Dallas supporting cast. Luca and Przingis are gonna get theirs, but you can't let a guy like Thj go for 25, 30 points. Cause if you aren't careful, he will. Guys, I kid you not. I, mean, I didn't just write this down. This is what I wrote before the game. And again, I. <laughs> All right, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I like to pat myself on the back a little bit. I like to pat myself on the back. I said, you can't let this guy go for 25 to 30. He went for 22. He went for 22. He got hot, and there was nothing that they can do to stop it. There was nothing that they could do to stop it. When he gets rolling, my gosh, bro, he is a problem. 22 points for Tim Hardaway. 8 of 15 shooting. He hit five threes, five of 10 shooting uh, from three-point land. That was what broke your back. I mean, you know Luka's going to give you 27. You know Prozinger's going to give you 24. And whatever they do is fine. But you can't let those other guys go off like that. And they did. You know, they did. That's why we call these keys to the game. <laughs> you, let, you, you limit Tim Hardaway to... 12 points tonight, you win this ball game, right? You limit him to 12 points, you win this ball game. But nah, y'all, y'all had to let him go off. Value the ball. I kid you not. I, I, I <laughs> All of these keys are hitting tonight. I'm sorry. Value the ball. Turnovers and shot selection are always key. Dallas isn't a defensive giant. So limit the careless mistakes. I think one of the things that killed the Hawks tonight was were the turnovers. And I say this every night. Like, you can't turn the ball over and win a ball game. You had 10 turnovers by halftime, which is not good. You took a little bit better care of the ball the second half, but you still ended the game with 16 turnovers till to their 10. Like, you can't out-turn over a team and expect to win a ball game. It's just not going to happen. So, out of all the keys that I mentioned... You hit on all of them, man. You hit on all of them. And I gave a bonus key. I said, pressure the paint where you have the advantage and don't settle for lazy threes. I thought they did good in the paint. They outscored the Jazz. I mean, the um, the Mavericks tonight in the paint. Uh, let me see what the final uh, in the paint was. Because, you know, John Collins had a career night. Uh, Clint Capella wasn't that really that good offensively, but you got some good points. Um, in the paint, they outscored them 52 to 42 in the paint. I would have liked to see that be a, that margin be a little bit wider, but kind of is what it is, man. So yeah, those 
or your keys to the game. Maybe I need to give the keys to the game to the guys, and maybe <laughs> they they don't listen to me and see you know if they can uh, get things rolling. But let's go into this quick recap, man. Uh, out the gate, out the gate, Hawks. Uh, the news came down that there was going to be no DeAndre Hunter. And no Okongwu. I knew the lim- I knew the rotation was short because I ain't gonna be honest with y'all, man. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Coach don't like playing Bruno. <laughs> he don't like playing Bruno if he don't have to. And when you don't have a Kongu out there, uh, I-, I think he's already more comfortable playing the Kongu than throwing Bruno out there. For some reason, uh, Godwin has kind of gotten out of the rotation, which is which is crazy because Rondo hasn't even been playing good basketball. I don't know. Like, if you want to bang Lloyd on playing Rondo over Goodwin, I mean, I could see it. I could see it. I'm not going. I'm not going to bust you over that. Like, if you want to bang Lloyd over that, like that's fine. But like, Rondo's 15 minutes a game or 12 minutes a game isn't the deciding factor in losing a game. Although, I mean, it. it you know, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, I, I, in my notes, I put it was sloppy. First quarter was very sloppy. But the key to the game was this. Trey picks up two fouls early, has to go to the bench after like six minutes. So he picks up the two early fouls and the offense and the team, it just didn't run the same. It just did not run the same. Um, <laughs> in the first quarter, they ended up uh, losing that quarter, 26 to 22. Uh, you ended up with that at the end of the first quarter with the lineup of Rondo, Snell, Solo, Gallo, and Capella. You had Capella out there because he wasn't going to go to Bruno. Can you imagine how tragic that lineup would have been if you take Capella out and you put Bruno in there? How he's been playing? Terrible. But to their credit, Gallo was keeping them in it, making some shots, treading water. That's what I said. All all the second unit has to do is tread water. Just tread water. And I think they did a good job of that. Second quarter was the Hawks' best quarter of the game, actually. Uh, they put up 34 points, and they limited Dallas to 27 points. Uh, they came out with a, a five tra- with Trey, Kevin, Snell, JC, and Capella. And again, I kind of mentioned this earlier. It was good to see Tony Snell get a couple of buckets, man. I think he had like a corner three. Uh, got a, a drive to the hoop. It was good to see him get into the mix a little bit, man. He was three for three. Eight points, three rebounds. Like what I saw a lot of the Snell kid tonight, man. But they win that quarter 34 to 27, and they go into the half with a three point lead. Uh, at the half, you have Luca. He's got 17, 4 and 4. Uh, the, the higher scores, the high scores for the, uh, for the Hawks were Kevin Herter, Gallo had 12, and JC had 10. Now, um, Dominique and Vince were really on Kevin Herter tonight, man, saying he needs to be more aggressive. He needs to be more aggressive. And I thought he was aggressive. And, and again, I, I kind of maybe would have liked to see him be a little bit more aggressive. But I think this might just be who Kevin is, man. Like, I mean, that is maybe that's maybe maybe the, the, the switch was turned up. You know, he had 21 points. He had 10 assists. Uh, he did a lot of the ball handling because they would they would jump and you know double and tray whenever he touched the ball. Shot the ball well. He took 15 shots. You know, thought Kevin played a great game. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love seeing Kevin shoot. To be honest with you, I love seeing him shoot. So, I mean, I I would have liked to see him shoot a little bit more, but you know, I I think that's kind of just Kevin. You know, you can't expect him to be something that he's not. 
and he's not really that guy that's going to be like, yo, I'm going to go full killer mode. Like I'm, Kev, Let me make this clear. Kevin Herter will never be mistaken for Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr., if he makes one shot, you know the next seven shots are going up. Kevin is more, he's a little bit different. He's built a little bit different. But, um, yeah, so Hawks take a three-point lead into the half. Third quarter, uh, it was a kind of a flip-flop. So the Hawks scored, outscored Dallas 34-27 to in that second quarter. And Dallas returned the favor in that third quarter, man. They outscored the Hawks 35-27. to uh, that was that was the Tim Hardaway Jr. quarter. <laughs> that was the Tim Hardaway Jr. quarter. Um, JC had 12 points in that quarter. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 11. I thought that uh, t- uh, John Collins played a great game tonight, man. I thought he played a great game tonight. And uh, but that third quarter, man, that, that's kind of when Dallas started to show a little separation. Trey had to go to the bench to catch a breather again. And again, man, you're seeing again what you saw last year. Whenever Trey goes to the bench, the second unit's not able to tread water. They're not able to, uh, you know, keep up, you know. And it's like, what do you do? What do you do? You play Trey Young 35 minutes and you have a back to back. You play John Collins 40 minutes. And you got it back to back. So um, we're going to see how this plays out tomorrow when they play in the Utah Jazz. But fourth quarter is much of the same. Um, Hawks go down by as many as 13 in that fourth quarter, but they battle back. You got to give them credit. They battled back. Still had a chance to win the game up until the last minute of the game. Uh, made some timely threes. They didn't really turn on the defensive pressure until like five and a half minutes in the game. You wonder, like, where was this all game? Like, Lloyd was like, yeah, we decided we need to speed it up. And you wonder, like, where was this? You should have been playing fast from the beginning, you know? This, we talked about this yesterday in the Laker game. <laughs> Go back and listen to the last podcast. I said, the Laker game, y'all need to be playing fast. You know, that that needs to be this team stilo. You guys need to be playing fast, especially when, when you're shorthanded. And, um, yeah, so... Dallas actually wins the fourth quarter as well, 34-33. to Hawks um, buckled down. They get it down to as low as, I think, three points, but uh, just ran out of time. It just was too little, too late. But um, if you're encouraged by anything, it is the fight of this team. It showed a lot of fight tonight. It showed a lot of grit. And, uh, you know, that moved them to 10-11, and 11, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, but you hate for them to drop this game. This was a game you needed to win. This is a bad loss. This is a bad loss. Like, the Lakers game wasn't a bad loss because you were kind of supposed to lose to the Lakers. But, again, you're going to have to beat these teams that you're supposed to win. And you're going to have to beat these teams that you're not supposed to win if you're talking about playoffs. If you're talking about playoffs, period. So, um, yeah, that that's pretty much the game floor of the game. I mean, the story, again, was the turnovers. The story uh, was uh, Trey Young being doubled and getting into foul trouble. Uh, you didn't get much from the bench. Cam Reddish had a terrible game. He had a terrible game. Looked disengaged. Somebody, uh, co- uh, Chris asked Coach about uh, Cam tonight. He said, "How can? What do you? What's the message to Cam when you know the shots aren't falling?" Lloyd's like, "He's got to stay engaged." I've been saying this for two years. I've been saying this for two years. I was like, when things aren't going well for Cam, uh, he loses that pep in his step. He loses the the, the ability to uh, want to contribute. He he becomes unengaged. He's not engaged. And so, you know, I mean, he's playing 
decent defensively. He's always going to have that athletic prowess. But he's got to realize, look, my shot isn't falling. I need to get out and run. I need to get out and get a block shot or steal or, or contribute some way, shape, form, or fashion. And he had an awful game. He was bad tonight. He was bad tonight. And here's the thing. DeAndre Hunter was out tonight. So the shots were going to be there. The opportunity is there. You're getting the opportunity. But you 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 you, you dropped the ball tonight. You dropped the ball tonight. You know, and I pulled for kid. Want him to, I want him to get it. I want him to get it. But uh, I, I can't do it. Lloyd can't make him do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure Lloyd is doing the best he can to develop him. I'm sure Lloyd is doing the best he can to develop him. But uh, the kid's got to play better. Kid's got to play better. I'm um, going to take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to get into our normal uh, awards that we do. Fab Five, player of the game. I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we'll take a look at the week that is coming up in Atlanta Hawks basketball. Take a look at the schedule, see who's coming in. Are going out of State Farm Arena. You listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 20 of season 7. We'll be right back. All right, folks. We are back. Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 20. I almost forgot which episode we were on episode 20 of season seven man we're back hawks lose 122 to 116 fall to 10 and 11 no rest for the weary as utah jazz come into town tomorrow donovan mitchell and uh the league leading i guess that they're near the top of the west let me see if i can pull up uh the standings but they're right there at the top with the lakers and the clippers make no bones about it this is a very good team coming in tomorrow so um yeah man we're gonna see what the hawks are made out of they are actually 16 and 5 which is good for the best team in the nba so we're going to see. I, I just took a peek at uh, Hawks Twitter. And, of course, they're doing what they do. And that is blame the coaching staff after each loss right on brand. And I love it. I love it. Because some things you don't have to worry about them coming or you don't have to worry about being there. You just know like clockwork it is going to happen. So, um, again, with every loss. We're gonna we're gonna lay this at the hands of the uh, the coaching staff. And again, to me, and let me let me let me just say my piece before we we get into the the, the last three parts of the podcast. Is this coaching staff? Uh, uh, um, listen here. We know we're not working with the Greg Popovich here. We know we're no we know that we're not working with Phil Jackson or anything like that. This coaching staff is growing just like uh, any other young coach, coaching staff in the league. They don't have the luxury of having uh, a superstar like LeBron James. They don't even have the luxury of having built-in veterans that have been here two and three years. No, they have a young core that has to learn and figure the shit out. That's what they have. This is what you have. This is what you have to coach. You know, and so new year every year you're having a new roster, pretty much. This is the first year that you have a roster that was built to win. And what happens? Everybody gets hurt. Everybody gets hurt. You know, I mean, and that's no excuse, but that's the reality of the situation. You know, so all the guys you brought in, ninety percent of them got hurt. So you're back to square one. You know, so let me let me just let me just lay some things at your feet for everybody who wants to blame Coach Pierce. For another loss. 
Here's one thing coach isn't responsible for. 16 turnovers. Right? Coach isn't responsible for that. Trey's early foul trouble. Coach isn't responsible for that. The play of, of Cam Reddish. The play of uh, Rajon Rondo. Coach isn't responsible for that. It comes a point where you have to hold the players accountable for their actions. We want to give them the, the praise and the credit when they when they do well. When they're, you know, having 30 points and having 15 assists and shooting threes from the logo. We love that. We love to praise them. But when they have a bad game, oh, it's on the coach. It's on his rotations. You know what? Well, you know what's what's more? What is more? Uh, what holds more value than rotations? Turnovers. Turnovers are saying, hey, you know what? I'm just going to give you the ball. Why don't you go down there and go ahead and get you a layup real quick? Why don't you go ahead and get you a layup real quick? That's a problem. That's a problem. All right. So, um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good for tonight was, I'll just say it was the grit. The grit of this Hawks team. Because even though you end up losing by six, uh, you fought like you fought like hell to get back in this game. You scrapped. You waited a little bit too late before you turned on the defensive pressure. But uh, nevertheless, you you fought. You, you showed your grit. You got back into it. You gave yourself a chance, even if it was toward the end of the ball game. Can't have these these, these lapses in the third and the beginning of the fourth quarter when the bench is out there. Like that can't happen. But the good to me was the grit. Uh, the grit this team showed is ability to, to to keep swinging while there is time on the clock. Because they all the Hawks fans they checked out at like nine minutes, seven minutes left. When they went up by like ten or thirteen, they was like, "Oh, the game's over." Like, nah, man, the game ain't over. Game ain't over till it hits zero. So that was the good for me. The bad, the bad was just a supporting cast, man. The bad was just the flow. Like, this team didn't have no flow tonight. Like, the offense didn't flow. And, I'm, and I imagine that's because Trey got those early fouls. And that just, he's so he's so important to what this team does. When he's not out there, it's totally different. It's totally different. Because you don't have the depth. You don't have a Bagdanovich. You don't have, you don't even have a DeAndre Hunter right now. You know? So, that was the bad. The ugly for me. <sighs> It was ugly. It wasn't really anything really ugly tonight. Um, I would love to say them not listening to me when I told them that you got to watch out for Tim Hardaway Jr. The ugly is Tim Hardaway Jr. That's going to be my ugly for tonight. Nah, that's what we're going to do. The ugly for tonight for me was Tim Hardaway Jr. Because y'all know, they got to know every time THJ comes to Atlanta, he goes off. I would love to see what his stats are against the Atlanta Hawks because he burns the Hawks every time he comes into town. Every time, even when he was with the Knicks, he always burns the Hawks. 22 points tonight for Timmy. 8 of 15, 5 of 10 from 3. Let it be known, man. I, I'm a, I love Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> I love Tim Hardaway Jr., man. When he was here with the Hawks, man, I pulled for that dude every night, man. I remember when he was going back and forth to the G League and Coach Bud wasn't giving him no minutes. Good dude, always kept his head on straight. You know, when it came time to get that money, he got that bag, went to New York, and I was not mad at him. Was not mad at him. Hell of a player. Hell of a player. Um, 
Fab Five. Fab Five. The Hawks beat Fab, the Fab Five tonight for me. <sighs> Who's the Fab Five? Let, 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 let me go ahead and take another look at the stat sheet. All right, here we go. We're going to go with uh, Clint Capella. We're going to have him kick things off tonight with the Fab Five. Ten points, 13 rebounds. Um... If anything, man, if any, if that boy don't do nothing else, man, he gonna grab some rebounds. He gonna grab some rebounds. He had 13 tonight. Uh, he wasn't really good offensively. Uh, you would like to see him get a back to the. I'm, I'm not gonna say get a back to the to the, to the goal game because that's not really you know how the game is played anymore. But it would be nice if we had a couple post up moves. You dig a little jump hook or something. But uh, that's just that's who's, who Clint is, and I ain't, I ain't gonna complain about Clint at all. Ten points, thirteen. He made ten points, thirteen rebounds. He makes the Fab Five tonight. Uh, had some key blocks defensively. Uh, he he's 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 good for what this team needs. So yeah, definitely uh, Capella up in there. Uh, John Collins, thirty-five points, twelve rebounds. John Collins had an amazing night. Efficient. I thought he was uh, not hesitant. On his jump shots. And uh, that's the John Collins I like to see. That's the John I like to see, man. When you don't hesitate, you got that open shot, man. Take that joint. Take that joint, man. So, um, I loved what I saw out of John Collins tonight. Trey Young, even though he had to foul trouble, uh, finished with 21 points, 9 assists, 8 of 18. Um, he, he did good. You know, I think he needs to figure out a better plan for when he gets blitzed. Because you know what's going to happen? Everybody's finna start doing it. Everyone's, everyone's, let me say that sentence again. <laughs> Everybody is about to start doing that. They're about to start blitzing him again. They're going to start blitzing him until he figures out, until the team figures out what they can do to, uh, to beat it. 21 and 9, you know, not bad. Not trade numbers, but, you know, not bad. Um, Kevin Herter, 21 points, 10 assists. Um, really took a lot of the distributing uh, pressure off of Trey tonight. I thought he shot the ball well, 4 of 8 from 3. <clears throat> Excuse me, 8 of 15 from the field, 21 points. Uh, not bad tonight from Kevin Herter, man. Logged 40 minutes, 39 minutes, but uh, I thought Kevin Herter was really good tonight. Wouldn't mind him seeing, I wouldn't mind shooting, seeing him have, uh, shoot the ball maybe five more times. And again, uh, Trey, I mean, not Trey, Dominique and Dominique and uh, oh Vince, Dominique and Vince were saying all night like, "Yo, man, we want to see him shoot the ball more." Wouldn't mind him getting that shot total up to twenty tonight, especially with DeAndre out. DeAndre out, man. Yo, man, go ahead and let that thing fly. Let that thing fly. You're one of the team's best shooters. Let that thing fly. And uh, the guy with the bench, Gallinari, nineteen points, four from eleven from the field, hit two threes. Um, again, he's on the minutes restriction. You would love to see those minutes. Start to get up a little bit more, but again, um, safety first, man. You got to take care of the body, and we know Gallo's uh, <laughs> he's not the most doable guy. So, if the, if the minutes restriction is 20, keep that damn thing at 20 until he's ready. <laughs> so, that is the Fab Five. The player of the game, obviously, is John Collins tonight, man. 35 and 12, he was special, he was special tonight, and not only was he special, he, he was just so efficient, he was so efficient. And uh, you just love to see it out of the kid. You love to see it out of the kid, man. Um, so John Collins is the player of the game tonight. So that does it for the Fab Five. 
the player of the game, and the good, the bad, and the ugly. We will be right back tomorrow night uh, after the Hawks and the Jazz, hopefully talking about a Hawks win. Uh, I think in order to happen, uh, somebody's going to have to go for 40. Somebody's going to have to go for 40. I don't know if it's going to be Trey. I don't know if it's going to be JC, Kevin Herter, Cam uh, Reddish. I don't know. Uh, it would be nice to uh, <laughs> get DeAndre Hunter back because uh, you're, you're starting to see his value, right? You're starting to see his value. I sent out a tweet <laughs> to the game. I said, Lloyd Pierce, is, this is going to be Lloyd Pierce to, to DeAndre Hunter tonight. And it was a picture of Mr. Miyagi doing the little hand raise. and the, I don't know. If you didn't watch Karate Kid, you know what I'm talking about. Some of you, some of you younger folks, you don't know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, so that's going to that's gonna do it for us tonight, man. Hawks lose 122 to 116. Going to get another chance tomorrow against the Utah Jazz. Thank you so much for checking out the Hawks Beat podcast. Uh, we appreciate you. Make sure you like and retweet the show, reshare the show. We would greatly appreciate it. And like we always say, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love. Because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.